Welcome to episode 180 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, Shanghai Disneyland, and we're coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us up on our website at tdrexplorer.com, also on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all those places, all under TDR Explorer. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the Chief Content Editor for TDR Explorer, and I am the one trying new things in the city of Tokyo. That's what I do. When I'm not at the parks, I'm doing other things. Yeah, I don't Whatever. I tried. <laughs> Joining, as always, is the beautiful Patricia. Hey guys, I'm Trish. I take pictures. You can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at DreamSweetsLove. And I am the one trying desperately to get through this work week to make it to our USJ trip this weekend and relax. Will we relax? I don't know about that, but we'll try to relax. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like for us, uh-huh. for us personally, going to theme parks is not really a relaxing experience because we try to optimize our time. It's true. I, I, <laughs> when although we go. when we go to USJ lately, we have been doing the Express Pass. So it's helped a lot. It makes things so much easier. And we got for the show, we got the premium seats and it's all scheduled. Um, the only thing that's up in the air is we're only going for one day. Um, and so it's perfect weather, which is fine, but the Harry Potter Christmas something that they're doing, I guess it's like projection mapping or something. And the restaurant, I want to do like the Christmas, like sit down course menu. Um, I'm worried about the overlap with the time with that. So. Oh yeah. Cause some of the express passes you don't get to choose your time they just give it to you no no it's that the harry potter thing is it's it's ongoing um so once we finish with the christmas show that's time that's everything is set the harry potter thing it's just when you catch it and then i'm just worried about what time because i want to go in the morning to get the the reserved seating for the restaurant so we don't have to worry about you know waiting in line or anything so that's like my only concern other than that it's fine you'll have to let us know how that goes yeah. In a couple of episodes, because I know we have we have that plan once you're back. We're going to talk about it. So that's fun. I'm looking forward to hearing all about it. I don't think I'll have time this year to go to Christmas as much as I want to. So I'll have to live vicariously through you. We've never been during Christmas, so we're excited. <gasps> what? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. You're going to love it. I... I know this year they're doing a new show. Yeah. The, the one that won like the awards and stuff ended or last year was the final year for it, mm-hmm. which I, I got to see, and it, it was spectacular. It looked gorgeous. Like, no offense to Tokyo Disney, but nothing they do touched that show at Universal Studios Japan. Nothing. I, seriously, That show was, yeah. was like, it was like no other. I'm sorry, but 
it is what it is. No, man. <laughs> so. It's true. I, like on, on freaking video, it looked spectacular. So I can't even imagine in person. Oh, it was beautiful. It really was. All right. So enough about that. We'll save it for when you're back so we can talk about that. Okay. Let's do in that. A, in an upcoming episode. So before we start today's episode, just a quick reminder about our Patreon over at patreon.com slash tdr now where you can support the show if you pledge a certain amount you get different perks one of our more popular ones is the five dollar level and at the five dollar level we will say your name or <laughs> say your name we'll give you a shout out at the end of the show so if you want to hear us uh, butcher your name pledge the five dollars over at patreon uh, patreon.com slash tdr now so make sure you head on over there right now and make your pledge so pause the episode we'll wait and make your pledge <laughs> so to, in today's episode we're talking about the brand new shibuya okay so I, I keep confusing this. There's a new building that opened in Shibuya called the Shibuya Scramble Square. It's a brand new building. It's, it's huge. It's right at Shibuya Station. And probably the most notable thing is the Shibuya Sky, yeah. I guess, observatory, where you get to go on the 46th floor of the building. You get to go on the rooftop and you get a 360 view of Tokyo. I mean, that sounds pretty awesome. <laughs> well, it is awesome because I went and did it <laughs> yesterday. Actually, I went and did it. And let me tell you, it's fantastic. It really is. I loved it. I really, I, I would go there again in heartbeat. Like, you know, I've done the other places where we get to do the views, like Tokyo Tower. I've done that, which, you know, by today's standards, it's not the best view of the city anymore because it's not as high. But Tokyo Tower is an icon. You know, it's just one of those things. Um, and Tokyo Tower is even featured in Soaring at Tokyo Disney Sea. So that's how important it is to the city <laughs> of Tokyo. Um, and then, of course, we have the Sky Tree, which opened, that was what, 2011 or something like that, I think. I think so. That's when it opened. Yeah. So that has a, that, that, that has a great view of the city as well. And then, of course, there's always the free metropolitan government building in Shinjuku. Which doesn't have a 360 view of the city, but it has a view of like Mount Fuji and parts of Tokyo. But what sets the Shibuya sky apart from everything is the 360 view and you're on the rooftop. I went into this, like I didn't look anything up because I know there's videos online already and pictures and all this stuff. I went in not knowing anything about it. And I was blown away, almost literally because it's really windy up there. <laughs> To the point where, okay, so when you go up there, yeah. they actually, like, they're, they're very strict on what you can take with you. Mm -hmm. um, because you are, it, like, it's an open rooftop. So, of course, it's going to be windy. Yeah. Like, Tokyo, Tokyo is a windy city. Maybe not as much as Chicago, but it, it's very windy because of the bay, the Tokyo Bay. Yeah. So, there's a lot of winds and everything. And, of course, you're that high up makes it even worse so it's very windy up there and of course it's open so they don't want stuff flying out of your hand and plummeting 46 stories down right yeah. so they're 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 very strict on what you can bring up you can bring your smartphone of course and you can bring your camera as long as it has like a strap mm -hmm. so you can like put it around your neck you're not allowed to bring any backpacks any tripods 
selfie sticks. Stabilizers are okay because I saw a lot of people with stabilizers because they're they're short, right? They're not extended. Right. Those are fine. And they tell you like don't have any scarves or like hats or anything like that because it'll probably blow off and you'll never see it again. That would be so um, sad. <laughs> it would be. They have lockers there. Uh, you can put stuff in. It's 100 yen for a locker, but you get the 100 yen back. So it's pretty close to um, like Mori, like the city view. It's the same rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, for those that have visited Japan before or live here, know how strict Japan is with rules. <laughs> so if you don't follow the rules, they're going to they're gonna make sure you do. That's just how it is. Where do I even start with all this? I, I made a whole bunch of notes on like what to talk about. And then like, I just kind of did a brain dump. Well, how did you like, did you buy the tickets in advance or did you buy it at the venue? So for the tickets, um, I bought them in advance through their website. So if you buy it in advance, you actually save 200 yen, which is about $2. Mm-hmm. You can buy them at um, Shibuya Sky. You can buy them right there, but it's going to cost you 2000 yen, which is about $20. So if you want to save some money, just buy them online in advance. Um, you buy it right, like right through the official website. If you just type in Shibuya Sky, it'll come up in Google. So it's really easy to find. The only thing is, and this is very Japanese, <laughs> to buy the tickets online, it's very cumbersome. But does that surprise anyone? <laughs> Didn't surprise me at all. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's just, oh my goodness. Like I just wish... Especially when it comes to like Japan, for some reason, they love to reinvent the wheel with certain things. And it's just like, just use something that works already. Like, you don't need to reinvent the buying tickets online. Like, why do you have to make your own custom system? Just use something. Whatever. I can go on a rant on that for days. But anyway, after about 20 minutes, I finally bought tickets (laughs) just to save myself $2. Yeah. Yeah, It was, it was such a pain. It was so silly. I don't know whatever it's done i i i finished it anyway bought the tickets it's a qr code scan it with your phone easy peasy the tickets seem this expensive for a city view does how but much it's comfy how much is mori because i have the annual pass so i don't pay for it so i'm just curious about what the price difference is i never looked that up what mori costs i'm not I'm, yeah I'm not sure so on top of the like on the rooftop there of course, 360 view, but there's like places to actually lounge up there, uh-huh. which I thought was really cool. That's something I wasn't expecting. The The side facing towards Tokyo Tower, the sky tree and everything, there's actually couches and tables that you can just sit there and just relax, mm-hmm. which I thought was really cool. Do they sell anything up there? No, there's nothing up there. Just because I think just because there's... Or no, okay, so... Let me back up a little bit. On the actual rooftop itself, mm-hmm. there's nothing. But you actually, like, the floor you arrive on is just below the um, the rooftop. Yeah. So down there, there's actually a there's actually a bar and a gift shop. And there's okay. some, like, weird photo experience thing that I didn't bother doing because it's very touristy. Right. There's a bar there with, obviously, drinks and, like, light snacks. Like, you know, French fries like that kind of food but it's it, it's very trendy down there and there's tables and lounge chairs and stuff of course all the like all the windows surrounding are all glass so you can still see outside mm-hmm. so if you did like if it was too cold on the rooftop you can come go one floor down and you can stay inside and you can still get like a really fantastic view 
Okay, cool. Which is which is really nice. Because I imagine like dead of winter or like when it's rainy out, you're not going to want to spend a lot of time on the rooftop. Well, I think they might limit it because, um, for example, the sky deck at Mori, if it's really windy or if it's raining, they close it for mm. safety issues. Yeah, I think it's probably the same case here. I saw a lot of, or not a lot of, I saw a few staff members every so often. They're going out there with... It looked like a baton mm-hmm. and it was hooked up to something and like they're holding up in the air. So I'm guessing they were testing like wind speed or something. Okay. Is my guess. I'm, I'm not 100% sure, but that's what it seemed like they were doing. Yeah. I'm just kind of jumping around a little bit. So let's, okay, let's talk about the rooftop first. Okay. So there's the lounge chairs and there's also like these, have you ever done like a, a rope course? before like an athletic course or what yeah 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 so you're kind of suspended in the air and you're like walking over like this net that's made out of rope like thick rope yeah so they have something like that that is for lounging so you can lay on it and you're looking like straight up into the sky yeah i know you're talking about it's like um it's like a net that you can lie down on. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I guess that was probably a better way to explain it. No, they used to have something <laughs> yeah, they, like that, like at Maihama, at like the playground, and the kids would, you know, do stupid stuff there. They like you're supposed to like, I guess, like not like do anything crazy, but they jump and they'd stick their legs through and stuff. So yeah, that's really uh, yeah. cool. It seems really relaxing. Yeah, we spent about an hour and a half just on the rooftop itself. Is there um, is there like a time limit or no? Nope. There's no time limit, but you like when you buy your ticket, you select the time slot. Okay. To go up, which which I thought worked great because you didn't feel as if you were like cramped in with tons of other people yeah. because they limit how many people go in at different time slots. Mm-hmm. So we picked, I picked the four o'clock because we're in November right now and the sun sets between four thirty and five p.m. Right. So I thought it'd be good to get there for four and we get to see the sunset and then we can see it at night. So I thought we'd get the best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. So we we got there at four. Of course, this is my first time there, so I have nothing to compare this to. But it felt there was quite a few people, but it didn't feel crowded. Great. It didn't feel like they just tried to stuff as many people as they could in there, which I really enjoyed. So I didn't like I just yeah, like it just didn't feel crowded, which I thought was really great. People like there's spots that are most optimal for photos and in japan people form queues for everything so you could see queues forming for like certain um parts where people want to take photos right which i thought was nice so you can kind of gauge like you you can kind of tell like okay this is a good place for a photo because there's a queue like when you come up if you go i guess if you're facing mount fuji which i'll talk about in a second if you're facing mount fuji to the right there's a nice little corner uh-huh. and that overlooks Shibuya Crossing. And there's also the floor is kind of, not kind of, it is, it's illuminated. Oh, so pretty. when it's nighttime, it gives this like kind of nice glow from beneath. Uh-huh. And you get the, obviously the glow from the city is there as well. And you see all of like the city lights and everything. So that's a really good spot for a photo op. Right, right. So that had that had quite a long queue. We made it we waited about I want to say 15 minutes for that. Oh wow. How many people was there? You know what that's it's kind of hard to tell. Like probably a good three hundred people maybe. Okay. 
something like that. Yeah, I, I really don't know. I'm just kind of guessing. The rooftop is big enough where it doesn't feel like it's really crowded. Okay. Which is really nice. And there's a couple other photo ops. Like there's a, like the symbol for the Shibuya Scramble building. Like that's what the building is. There's uh, whatever the symbol is. It's all lit. Like there's a sign that's all lit up and everything, which is a good photo op area. The best view, of course, is Mount Fuji. If it's a clear day, you can yeah. see Mount Fuji. And we got to watch the sunset. Like we stood there and we literally watched the sun go behind Mount Fuji. And that mm-hmm. was fantastic. Like that was just like, I don't know, the highlight. <laughs> it was it was just really cool to see. Yeah. And then of course, you know, the sun sets and everything. And like you you get all these beautiful different colors and stuff like that. Like at one point we had like you know the purple and blue hues in the sky. And then once the sun started setting even more, it was like this orange and red color. It was just like, it was just, it was gorgeous. Just a gorgeous sunset. And then, of course, after once it sets, you have the lights of Tokyo, mm-hmm. which, you know, again, in itself is just a, like one of those things that everyone needs to see, especially if you're coming to Tokyo, you need to see the city from above. You really do. Yeah. It kind of like shows you like, just how massive Tokyo is. Like, yes, you can see it on a map. You can see how, like, Tokyo is pretty big. It's the biggest metropolis in the world. But to actually be on that rooftop and just look out and see it with your own eyes uh-huh. is something else entirely. I think especially, like, an open rooftop. And I think a lot of people don't understand how, just how lovely it is. Like, like my husband has lived here forever. And I kept trying to get him to go up on the sky deck with me and he would never go and he's like oh whatever and so finally I got him the annual pass to the museum at Mori and he went up and he absolutely loved it you know so I Mm. I think I would like to take him to the the new building so he could check out the view from there I think I think you would really like it it's really do fantastic like Tokyo especially at night is my favorite time to like do a city view um I think it's just so so gorgeous all the twinkling lights especially in the winter time when the it, the sky, the air is really clear you know yeah like winter's the best time for like a clear sky but like you said before um with the sunset I think autumn is so beautiful too like those mm-hmm. colors it's like this season right it's just it's one of those things that it's really just it's hard to explain until you actually see it uh-huh like it's it's one of those things you you just have to see and i don't want to i don't want to like hype things up too much i would say shibuya sky is the best place right now to get a view of tokyo like it is the best place Hands down. I know, I don't know. That's fighting words because I love Skytree. Skytree is great. Skytree is awesome. It's a good place. It really is. I don't know. I just, it just felt, it felt, how do I explain it? Intimate's not the right word. How do I explain this? I don't know. I guess like being out in the open air, mm-hmm. like just a full 360 view out in the open air. And it's just, I don't know. I guess it kind of, it made you feel the sheer scale of the city like you just felt like wow i am like minuscule compared to everything here and it's just like you can turn one way you see 
you know, the iconic Tokyo Tower and Sky Tree, <clears throat> you do a 180 and you see Mount Fuji. And then if you just like tilt your head to the right, you see Shibuya Crossing. Turn your head to the left, you see Odaiba. You see the big Ferris wheel. You see, you see Tokyo Bay and you see Haneda and everything. It's just, wow. <laughs> That's really all I can say is wow. I feel like it's like, really it kinda... close to Mori though. Because、mm. Mori is very similar. It's an open view, you have no glass separating you. And I guess sometimes, so I, I might be, okay, I might be on Mori's side here because they also have like different events on the roof. Like you can do the, the sky, what's it called? The astronomy club where you can see all the stars. They'll bring out the big telescopes and stuff. Although in Tokyo, you're not going to see a lot that often. It depends on how clear the sky is. I don't know if I would say it's the best. Have you been to the, to、mm. the city view, the sky, the sky deck at Mori? Uh, once a few years ago. You didn't like it? I don't remember it, <laughs> to be honest. I'll, I'll have to, I think I, maybe I should go again. You might have to revisit to it. To kind of refresh my memory. Yeah. I don't know. There's just something, there's just something about the, the, the Shibuya sky. I just really enjoyed it. There's also,、um, like, on the very center of it, there's a, like, there's a green, like, green pitch, I guess.、Mm-hmm. I don't know. Green lawn. I don't know what, you're, what、nice. you want to call it. And then there's like, There's a big, like, a big H in the middle for helicopters. Yeah. Which I thought was really cool. Again, that kind of made you feel small in the grand scheme of things. You're like, wow, there's a big H here. Okay, that's where helicopters land. You know, it's、mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of funny. And then、um, they also do this light show from the rooftop. Oh, really? Once the sun sets. Yes. They beam, like, there's off to the side, there's all these different, you know, spotlights or whatever. And then they start doing like this little show every so often in the evening.、Um, and it's, it's, it's set to music and everything. Like it's nothing spectacular, but it's still pretty cool. Like they shoot all these lights into the sky and everything. And, you know, there's like some simple music going on and everything. That was really nice. It, I, I felt like it really added to the whole atmosphere、oh, of everything. That's pretty cool. Yeah. There's also, there was like a, a flat globe that you could stand on. Mm hmm. And it would show the direction of different, like, different major cities throughout the world. Oh. It's like, over this, like, this many kilometers this way is Toronto, Canada. Yeah. This many kilometers this way is Paris, France. Over here is Sydney, Australia. And here's, the, you know, Dubai. You know, it was, it, was, it was really neat. That's pretty cool. To see that kind of thing. Yeah. Anyway, en- enough about the rooftop. The, the floor beneath, of course, like I said, there's a, there's a bar down there. I, I didn't have anything there just because nothing stood out to me. I just looked at, oh, I can get a highball. I can get a highball anywhere. I don't really care. They didn't have like themed like, you know, like drinks or something like that? Not that I saw on the menu. Like it looked cool. Like they had, it looks like they do like a live DJ set at some point. That's nice. I,、uh, maybe later in the evening, I'm not too sure, because it's open until I think 11、mm-hmm. at night. So it's open pretty late. We were there obviously earlier in the, like, earlier in the evening. The other thing was there's a gift shop there, of course. Yeah. And they, they have a lot of Shibuya Scramble branded merchandise,、mm-hmm. which I thought was really nice. I don't know if they have this anywhere else. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure. Shibuya Scramble seems kind of. You know, quote unquote, generic a little bit that you can maybe find other places. I'm not sure. I, know, I didn't really look anywhere else, but they had like really nice merchandise. Of course, like, you know, it's the standard 
Japanese type style merchandise so like postcards and memos and clear files and omiyage like chocolates and cookies and things like that but they were really well designed like they're kind of cool color like kind of trendy colors like kind of the pastel kind of color palette and things like that which i thought was kind of cool yeah there was some weird i don't know photo like photo op i don't know photo trick like eye trick kind of thing mm -hmm. you know where you you get your picture taken on like a mural or something and it makes you look like you're, you know, falling down like or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what this was. Mm -hmm. And it was a little gimmicky for me. So we didn't, I didn't do that. How's the, how's the shopping <laughs> in the building? Not my cup of tea. It's a little fancy for, for my taste, like very, like very specialty shops. Uh-huh. So there's like, there's special sneaker shops and food shops and high-end brands and stuff like that so I, i'm just kind of like going through the official website and it's like stuff i don't recognize it's like all these weird names i'm like i don't know i'm not very fancy when it comes to shopping mm -hmm. to be quite honest so like i read these things and i think oh i don't know it's really not my thing obviously there's a floor a couple floors of restaurants and stuff so of course you have like tonkatsu and shabu shabu and there's like a hamburger place and i think there was ramen and things like that they so they have like a kind of shop with like oh, yes. gold flakes in the chocolate okay that i didn't see that sounds, that sounds kind cool. of fun yeah mm. i'll have to check that out next time there's yeah there's stuff like jimmy choo and Sovarsky. Mm -hmm. so so Sovarsky. I'm, I'm not saying that right <laughs> You know Tiffany and Co. Tiffany and Co. and Kate Spade. Uh, they do have a to Tokyo Hands, which is very popular. Okay, I I do like Tokyo Hands for like you know stationery and like little Japanese knickknacks and things like that. Sure. I, I do like that. Yeah. Uh, but you can kind of find that anywhere in Tokyo. Like you don't have to specifically go there. There's there's other stores throughout the city and things like that. The shopping there kind of felt like. Something I could find almost anywhere in Tokyo, like yeah. any like higher like higher scale department store slash mall. Okay. So nothing really stood out to me all that much. Okay. If that makes any sense. Um, I know like when a new building opens in Tokyo, that especially like one like this that people have seen it going up over so many years, there can be kind of like madness trying to get inside the building. Um, did you go like on a weekday, on a weekend, and was it really hard to get inside? Was there a wait to get inside? We went on a, uh, a Tuesday, and the first, I guess it was the first floor. There's a floor with like, you know, all the omiyage type food. Uh -huh. So, you know, like the, the box of chocolates and pastries and all those things. That was very busy. Yeah. It was wall-to-wall -wall people. But to get to Shibuya Sky, there's actually an elevator, an express elevator, just outside of the building. Okay, that's great. So you don't, so you don't, you don't even have to really go inside the building to get the Shibuya Sky, because it takes you on an express elevator from the first floor to the 14th. Right. And then that's where like you can buy your tickets for the day, or you know that's where the entrance is, and then you get then you get into another elevator that takes you up to the 46th floor. We really didn't go through a lot of the building itself. Mm -hmm. Again, like the shopping and restaurants and stuff really didn't interest me. 
so I didn't really bother. Right. Not really my thing. Okay. I guess is the best way to put it. Overall, though, I, I, I think it's really worth it. It's one of those things that you can tack on to your day in Shibuya easily. I'd probably recommend if you want to do, like, if you want to get like a twofer, <laughs> meaning you get to see it during the day and then at night, go around. It depends on the time of the year, but winter, if you go in around four o'clock, you can stay up there. There's still enough time for daylight to get those kind of pictures and see the sunset. If it's clear enough, you can see Mount Fuji and then obviously see everything at night. And then in the summer, the sun kind of sets between 6.30 and 7 p.m. Mm -hmm. So then you probably want to go a little bit later, like 6 o'clock-ish, 5.30, 6 o'clock. Right. You can pick your uh, pick your time when you when you buy your ticket online. So mm. there you go. Well, it sounds like fun, you know, and I think Shibuya is a, a huge magnet for tourists anyway. So if you're there and you want like an incredible view, that seems like the place to go to get it. You know, it also seems very relaxing too. like you get up there and not only do you have the spectacular view, but you're also separated from the massive crowds that can be on the street. And I think it could be like a little oasis as well, right? Did you feel that way? Yeah, I did. I I felt like it was away from the crowds and everything, and I got to kind of see it from a bird's eye view, which I thought was really cool. Like you can you can watch Shibuya scramble from up there, so you can watch everyone you know crossing the street and everything, which I thought was really cool. Definitely go check it out next time you're in Tokyo, and yeah. It's good fun. It really is. <laughs> and yeah, um, like, like, like I said, you can buy the tickets online. Just Google Shibuya Sky. It'll come up. Very simple. You can also buy the tickets the day of as well. Just be mindful. They're 200 yen more if you buy them there. And you run the risk of it and them being sold out and everything. But for it being brand new, I looked at... Um, like the tickets online, because they, they, they have an indicator showing like if there's tickets available, if there's few tickets available, nothing was sold out. So I think I, I think you should be fine. I think the price could have something to do with it, because compared to other views of the city, it seems a bit high. Mm. I think what what's the sky tree? I think the sky, sky tree is comparable, isn't it? The sky tree is... Yeah, but the sky tree you can do more for the price and you're mm. higher. Yeah, so uh, sky tree is two thousand sixty yen. Yeah, it says so. It's comparable. Yeah, mm -hmm. mm. everyone knows Shibuya, so everyone's gonna do it anyway. It's one of those things. All right, so before we go, we have to say thank you to some wonderful, wonderful explorers who have been supporting us on Patreon with the the five dollar level or more, and they get a nice shout out at the end of the show here. So if you want to support us, you can head on over to patreon.com slash TDR now. Shall I start off? Yeah. I always start off, I guess. <laughs> um, so a big thank you to Acro Disney Girl, Amanda, Amy B, Amy C, Mama Explorer, Benjamin, Brent M, Carrie, Claire, Claudia, Dave, David, Emily, and Baker. And a big thank you to Jamie and Jose, Kathy, Lee, Marie H, Michael, Murray, Sophie, Spoopy, Thomas, Tomoko, Kay, Alexandra, Lizzie, and Amy and Andy. 
And remember, you can rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, wherever you get your podcasts from. And if you have any suggestions or questions for the show, you can send them to us, contact at TDR Explorer. And you can find everything we talked about here up on our website at tdrexplorer.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all under TDR Explorer. And I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the chief content editor for TDR Explorer, and I am the one laying down in, I guess, hammocks or something. <laughs> I don't know, uh, on top of the sky tree or so, no, not sky tree. Oh my goodness. Shibuya Sky. There we go. They both have sky <laughs> in the name. Yeah, it's confusing. <laughs> and joining as always is Patricia. Uh, I'm the one who's thinking, you know what? You know, it's a good stress reliever having a nice view of the city. So maybe we'll go check it out. I don't know. It sounds like a fun place to visit. All right, Explorers, we will talk to you next week. And remember to keep exploring.